Hello and welcome to this episode of the Law Hub UK podcast. My name is Liam Wilson and I am a consultant lawyer and founder of the Law Hub UK. Throughout this podcast series, I will be joined by special guests who will be sharing their stories as well as some valuable advice along the way. My guests range from practicing lawyers sharing their trials and tribulations of life in practice to training providers discussing the various legal qualifications available right through to law students and trainee lawyers sharing their top tips and tricks for success. I know that lawyers do so often enjoy the sound of their own voice, so if you have a question or dilemma which you would like me to discuss with one of my guests, please do get in touch via our website, thelawhubuk.com. Or you can send your question or dilemma to podcast at thelawhubuk.com. And don't forget to check out our platform where you can connect with legal professionals and aspiring lawyers, join groups and debate or share stories on the forum. Finally, if by some miracle you don't find this podcast boring, please feel free to share with others. And if you're really feeling generous, please do leave us a rating if your streaming platform allows. So without further ado, let's get into this episode. Hello, in this episode I'm joined by Helen Miller, Managing Director of the Law Academy in Liverpool. The Law Academy specialises in delivering Silex courses and are one of the very limited institutions accredited by the Chartered Institute of Legal Executives to deliver the new Silex professional qualification, known as the CPQ. Having studied at the Law Academy myself for over six years, it is a huge pleasure to welcome Helen as my guest for this episode. Hello, Helen. Thank you for joining me. Hi, Liam. Thanks for inviting me. So could you tell our listeners a little bit about your background and what you do? Uh, Yes, certainly. So my legal career started straight from school. I was only 18 and that's when I went straight into a large law firm in Liverpool and began my legal executive course while I was working full time. And I qualified in 1995 as a legal exec stayed in practice for 12 years and then swapped to do a teaching qualification. And that's when I changed career and became um, a Silex lecturer. Um, I started off at a local college and then I moved to the Law Academy in 2007 and took over as managing director in 2014. And I'm still here. (laughs) So you've had quite a a wide ranging experience then, haven't you, both in practice and also you know, from as a training provider as well. Um, yeah, I think I've done full circle, starting off as the student at 18, right through to now running the centre with everything's always been Silex based. So. Yeah, and it gives you that unique perspective as well from, you know, when you're teaching the, the Silex and you're delivering the Silex courses that, you know, you've got that practical experience behind you. So, you, you, yeah, you know, absolutely. you really do know what you're talking about. I'd like to think so. So, um, as I mentioned before, the Law Academy is one of the very few places accredited by Silex to deliver the new CPQ. For those that maybe are not too familiar with it, could you explain what the CPQ is and perhaps the difference between the CPQ and the old Silex qualifications? Yeah, sure. So you're right that we were one of the first, the Law Academy, um, to get the accreditation for the new CPQ, the Silex Professional Qualification. It is quite different to the old route, to be honest, Liam. The old route, in case anyone doesn't know, was level three and level six. 
and then a work-based learning portfolio um, to complete the qualifications. And one of the main benefits, there are quite a few, but one of the main benefits I feel about the CPQ is there's three levels, three stages that people can opt to study and progress through. So that would be the foundation stage, which leads to becoming a Silex paralegal, the advanced stage, which is then a Silex advanced paralegal, and the professional stage leads to Silex lawyer. And what people really like about this is at the end of each stage, you get the recognized title of Silex paralegal or Silex advanced paralegal, et cetera. It's not just a change in membership grade now. So all that hard work you've put into that stage is recognized straight away. And I have spoken to employers and students about that, and um, they both all feel that that's quite beneficial. Another practical benefit, I would say, is the experience that used to be only assessed by Silex traditionally at the end of the qualifications or after the academic stage. That's now embedded right through. So at the end of foundation stage, Silex will look at the competency of that trainee and their job role and check that, you know, they are at the right stage to be called a Silex paralegal and again, advanced. So to me, it feels like they're bringing everything together as a whole package throughout the qualification. It's not, you know, just the academic, then the practical side of it. Everything's being brought together. And also trainees may decide, you know, they want to be a Silex paralegal and they can stop at that stage when they've finished foundation. And, you know, as I say, their hard work's recognised, they've got the title, they may decide to go on to advanced or they may you know, completely continue and do the Silex lawyer qualification, the professional stage. And that's where the difference now is they can obtain full practice rights and depending on the specialism, um, advocacy rights as well. So everything is packaged up, um, in my opinion, a lot better to incorporate everything that somebody might be looking for. Hopefully that makes sense. Yes, no, it does. It's sort of very interesting to hear sort of the differences because, as you know, Helen, that, you know, I did the old Silex qualifications. So, you know, it, it's quite a, a quite a difference, isn't it? But as you say, there's those three unique and individual stages that you can go through mm. and, you know, gain recognition as you go through. Um, yeah, I think it's really important. It's such a boost for people, you know, to be recognised at every stage that they're studying and working. So it's good. Sometimes in the profession, in terms of Silex, it's it's more widely known about now, isn't it? The Silex sort of route, although it has been going over fifty years, hasn't it, Helen? Um, Silex. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But it, you know, it was less known about, you know, even ten years ago, and the, mm. there is still some snobbery, so to speak, within the profession about Silex lawyers um, that they're not really the same standard as solicitors, but actually they generally have more experience than solicitors you know when they qualify wouldn't you say um well yes I would absolutely say that and I, I can speak truthfully from experience because as I say I started at this route I didn't go to university and by the times my friends who had gone to university for instance had left university and just coming out I had all those years experience plus I'd carried on studying in a professional qualification so I had both you know already packaged together I was well ahead of the field in some respects I mean some people will always 
prefer the university route. And, you know, I always say to people, do your research and choose whatever's right for you. But I think you're right that Silex is becoming um, eventually a lot better recognised and employers really like the Silex route for that exact reason that they're getting people who they can put into the jobs, they can train them, um, you know, grow their own employees and effect while they're learning the academic side alongside it. And it, to me, it's just a full package. So they do come out with a lot more experience at an earlier stage. But as I say, everyone's different. But certainly with the Silex lawyer status that's coming onto the CPQ, it does bring them up to that next level as well, having the practice rights if people decide to go for that. Yeah, so it essentially puts them on the pretty much the exact same standing as solicitors, you know, once they've gained that Silex lawyer you know, qualification and status, really, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, in their specialised area, definitely. Whereas, isn't it at the moment, Charter Legal Executives, they have to go through further training to sort of gain those advocacy rights? Yeah, that's right. You, you know, it's always been available, but it was just yet another hurdle at the end of what was already, you know, quite a hefty course. Mm. And I think that's what, what Silex's thinking was, was to package it all up a lot better so people come out with what they actually want, you know, in one go, getting through everything together. I think one of the main things that I usually sort of tell people about Silex is that it is quite, well, you know, it's different from university in that obviously a law degree is um, purely, you know, theory. Um, so all the law, you know, but in terms of Silex, you get that um, because it's a vocational course as well. You get the practical sort of training. So, how, you know, how to complete forms and how we are. You know, yeah, definitely. You're not just learning the law. Um, you always have the practical side, um, you know, encompassing in the syllabus. So, as you say, they'll certainly learn the law. That's, you know, the main bulk of it. But then the practical side, they'll be learning all the skills. And that's why employers like it, because, as you say, they're learning how to fill the forms and they're learning why they're doing that. They're learning time limits about when things need to be done by. They're essential for employers the skills for employers to see in their trainees yeah so it used to be client care skills and legal research when I mm. was doing it there's an equivalent now isn't there for the CPQ yeah, yeah. but having that you know which was a requirement in level three um, and mm. also level six so you did it twice at both levels so straight away within the first year I already had that you know knowledge of you know legal research and client care skills which actually is a big in terms of being in a law firm, the big issues, you know, getting the client care letters right and, you know, that they're all compliance and risk management Absolutely. issues, aren't it's they? It's really? make or break, isn't it? Yeah. If you don't so, get those bits right. Yeah, so it's very, very important. And I think, you know, it's one of the big benefits for, you know, employers, really. I, we've talked a lot about the benefits, really, of, of Silex, but is there any others that we haven't really mentioned? I think the flexibility of it is another benefit. So people, you know, occasionally they'll be going through their courses and something will crop up in life and they have to put it on hold for, you know, six, 12 months, but you can come back to it. So it is quite flexible in that way. And you can start at any age. You know, it's not like university where traditionally you're a certain age with other people doing degrees. We have varied ages of students. So again, that adds to the flexibility 
and also the cost effectiveness of it for a number of reasons it is you know cheaper than university we have a lot of employers who will fund their employees through the course or part fund it so there's quite a few ways around you know the financial situation which is a benefit to people um so there's quite a lot really for people to consider but as I've said a couple of times it's really important that people research all their options and you know work out which is the right one for them because if they don't look into Silex fully you'll miss some of those benefits and that's where you know we're always happy to talk to people to explain it to them as well. Obviously having studied the Law Academy myself I have had the benefit of of sort of the outstanding tutoring staff and, and the support that the Law Academy offers. However for the benefit sort of of our listeners would we be able to explain what the Law Academy has to offer sort of aspiring lawyers? Um, yeah, obviously, I remember you starting very well all those years back. Yes. Um, so we've always prided ourselves on support. That's our main ethos that we support the students and also their employers. What makes us slightly different to some providers is we specialise in Silex. We're not like a big college or university that has hundreds of different courses all running at the same time. We have only ever specialised in Silex, so we do fully focus on that. And we have done for over 15 years. And we feel that we really get to know the students and their employers. We monitor progress regularly. We're in touch with employers to make them you know, aware of how things are progressing. And the tutors themselves, as you say, they're outstanding. They do have a really hands-on approach with the students. We have changed recently, obviously, with the pandemic. And we were traditionally class-based, based in Liverpool mm. um, in an evening. And when everything had to move online in 2020, you know, obviously we had to jump, we had to do it like everybody else. But then we worked on what we were delivering and we've decided that actually this is a method that does work for everyone. So we've decided to stay online, but we've tried to make ourselves slightly more unique in our delivery so what we have is our tutors pre-record part of the session before the live session each week. And the benefit of that is the students are coming to the live lesson every week online, knowing what the topic's about. They've had all the background information from the tutor, and then they've got access to those videos right through the academic term, right up to the exam. But then weekly, they meet all their classmates, they meet the tutor all together online, and it has the same sort of feeling as that classroom did back in the training rooms. And that's the bit where they build on the subject for that week. They'll have group discussions. That's the interactive part. So nobody has ever left like they're on their own to study. They really get to know the tutors and their other classmates. We make sure that, you know, our classes fit in around the working day we always stuck to evening and that's tried and tested and now the benefit obviously is we can open up the law academy choosers and our um, support nationwide we're not just you know in Liverpool and the Merseyside area anyone can join our classes from wherever because we're all online but you still get the same support and commitment from you know ourselves and our tutors. All of you, really, all the staff at, at the Royal Academy is fantastic. And you do develop, as you said, that personal relationship with each of the students um, mm. and sort of, you know, get to know them and, you know, what their aspirations are. And, and you guide them to 
the best ways you know to achieve you know what they want to achieve and of course the, the new um online way really that itself is different as well from sort of you know doing a law degree and you're sitting in lectures and all that kind of thing and you don't really have much interaction with other students you know inside the lecture itself whereas you know how the law academy delivers their lessons it's very interactive and getting students involved why you get the results that you do get in terms of say for example someone's already completed some of their silex qualifications elsewhere can they mm. transfer to the law academy to continue their studies um yeah yes of course they could we see this come up quite often to be honest for a number of reasons some people may not be doing the CPQ they might be looking to just finish off their last couple of level sixes um so we are still running some of the old level six courses to assist people who are staying on that route so we are seeing people coming through asking for them at the moment but equally people who have started the CPQ we do get people moving over to us now and again because they gone with the provider that maybe they haven't researched fully or they're just not getting the level of support that they hoped for so yeah they come to us find out a bit more you know do a bit more research and then when the time's right you know at the end of the next term or the beginning of the next subject then they can transfer over to us you're not stuck with one particular provider right through yeah that's that's great and isn't it the case um say for example students who are partway through the old silex qualifications and they want to change to the cpq you know there's mm -hmm. various exemptions and and things isn't there that silex yeah have. there is so you can there convert. is um you can convert over there's a transition tool on the silex website and lots of information and at the moment because level three is so close to the end of their final exam window next year we're getting a lot of people ringing us or emailing us saying, I've done this, what would I do next? And, you know, between us and Silex, we're working out how they then transition over to the CPQ. And it's working out quite well for them, to be honest. So it's definitely if you're partway through level three or even level six and you're not sure what to do, just ask, just get in touch. And we can usually find a pathway that's um, suitable for you. Now, I know myself from the old sort of Silex qualifications that it's quite a commitment, isn't it? You know, keeping up with, you know, the reading and, and everything else that comes along with Silex. They are intensive sort of courses. And also, you know, very often you're working full time or part time, you know, alongside it. So, you know, what kind of a commitment do you think is, is required from students, you know, for the CPQ? Well, you're absolutely right that they do have to be committed. Um, when we take new students onto our courses, we always have a chat with them individually before they sign up to make sure they do understand the commitment. And the commitment is, again, like you say, it's something I can understand fully as well because I worked full time and studied alongside it. It's not easy. But the commitment for the CPQ is, as you say, it's to do the reading beforehand if you're studying with the Law Academy, it's to make sure you've watched the webinar for that week's session. It's attending the online session. And also when we're getting up towards exam time, there'll be mock exams to do because that's the way that we can assess how you've actually understood what you've learned over the past few weeks and help you if you're not on the right track. So they are essential. And then revision, Liam, you'll remember revision. 
that yes. does ramp up just before exam time. So it's a lot to take on board. It is a commitment, but it's doable. And if it's the right time for you to do it, everybody has worked these qualifications out and the study routes out, the timings of the sessions, etc., to make it work. So it is doable, but it's not something that people should just sort of think is going to be the easy option to become a lawyer. It's not the easy option, but it's it's a very um, achievable option for most people. No, I mean, it's certainly not the sort of easier option. I remember having um, worked a full day and then came along you know, to the Law Academy in the evening mm. and, you know, trying my very best not to fall asleep or, you know, and try and take, <laughs> take in, not, 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 you know, no disrespect to the tutors. It's just, you know, having it's a long day. worked a long, a long day. day. Yeah. Yeah. But you know your your tutors are um, you know more than happy to get in touch with students um, whenever it's convenient for them and things like that. I mean, you know, I had a fantastic experience with the Law Academy and um, mm. I they couldn't do. They, fault. They do take um, you know the students really seriously. The tutors are always offering extra help if they need it. They're always reporting back to me and um, my colleagues about any issues or concerns to make sure that full support's in place. So yeah, it is an important part of the role. Okay, so if if any of our listeners are interested in studying in, at the Law Academy, how can they enrol or find out more? Um, there's a number of ways, to be honest. You can, firstly, you could drop us an email and that would just go to info at thelawacademy.co.uk or also on our website there's a number of places where there's a link to an initial inquiry form where you can put in your details and what you're looking for and the process is that's not you enrolling with us as I say we want to make sure that we're right for you as long as well as you know you're right for us so what we do then is send welcome information documentation out to you and that will have a wealth of information in for you about the courses, the delivery, the costings, everything. Once that's, you know, you've had a read through that, then if people want to continue with their application, they then arrange a one-to-one online information appointment with either myself or my colleague, Kelly. And that would be, it's just an informal appointment, but they're so important because that's where people will get the opportunity to ask all their questions make sure they've covered everything, they've got all the information they need for their employer. And only at that stage when everybody's 100% happy with all the information that we go through the enrolment process, which again is obviously all online. So we do put a number of you know, measures in place to make sure that people are happy that they've picked the Law Academy um, because long-term you know, that's beneficial to us, but more importantly to them or whoever's paying for the course as well. Yes, I mean, I remember coming along to to see you for like a sort of an interview type thing um yeah I, I started didn't I when I was 16 which was wasn't you I the youngest in the in the class or something yeah <laughs> um, yeah 16 yeah and you explained obviously that it's tough going it's not easy um mm. and you stuck uh, at it though <laughs> yeah yeah stuck at it and and well I enjoyed it and and you know everyone at the law academy made it so easy so you know, it was um, a straightforward process, really. And it was just down to me to do the studying and, you know, work hard to 
Well, that's the only bit we can't do for you. We can't no. do the exams. <laughs> no. um, but even that you made, you know, sort of the exam process, you know, easier and you're very good at putting people at, you know, at ease. And so, mm -hmm. well, just before we go, um, I'd like to know if you have any advice for aspiring lawyers or those thinking about a career in the law. Well, I would, obviously, I love the law at every sort of level. Uh, my entire career for over 30 years, as we've said at the beginning, has been revolved around the law, in particular Silex in one form or another. It's been the best route for me, this one. Anyone thinking of going into law, give it serious consideration because it's so interesting, it's so rewarding. And in particular, the Silex route, you'll gain the practical experience, the knowledge. As I say, it's very cost effective, but most of all, it's such a rewarding career. So go for it if it's right for you, would be my parting words. Brilliant, Helen. Thank you very much. It's been very interesting talking to you. And hopefully our Thank listeners um, took away quite a lot of information that will help them along the way. Brilliant. Thanks, Liam. Thanks very much, Helen.